Back in episode 19, I gave you 9 tips on how to choose the perfect domain name for SEO. As I mentioned then, choosing the right domain name from the start is important for a number of reasons. One of them, obviously being, not seeing yourself forced to change it later down the road because of something you forgot to check or pay attention to. Just imagine all the work, time and possibly money that would cost you. Hello, Prodigy World, my name is Louis, and today I'll be talking about some of the mistakes you need to avoid when choosing a domain name and what steps you need to take or tests that you need to run to make sure you're picking one that has everything in perfect working conditions. Introducing Online Business FM with Louis Luke. Online business ideas, digital marketing strategies, growth hacks, SEO, and blogging tips to help you succeed in the online world. Online Business FM. Let's find out together how we can make it online. So mistake number one is not doing a proper domain name due diligence. Not doing a proper due diligence before you buy a domain might actually result in the kind of surprise nobody wants to get. Why? Because lots of available domains are not exactly brand new. Many have had one or more previous owners, which means that you need to make sure there's nothing wrong with them. And how do you do it? You run a few checks. Let me quickly lay out those checks and tests you need to do now. So step number one is to use the Wayback Machine and I'll link to all of the resources mentioned throughout this episode in the show notes page that you can find at onlinebusiness.fm slash 23. So like I was saying, step number one is to use the Wayback Machine to see if your desired domain has a history, and if it does, to understand what kind of website it was pointing to in the past. On the one hand, purchasing an old domain, one with a previous owner and a history, might actually help you with your SEO, due to the domain age factor for ranking in Google. On the other hand, using that old domain on a website that will focus on a totally different topic from the past might go against your SEO efforts, so you need to take that into account. Step number two is to do a Google search for site column your domain name dot extension with no spaces to find out whether there are still indexed pages from the old website. Now, finding indexed pages still means that that domain hasn't been banned from the Google index, which is a good sign. Nevertheless, if there aren't any indexed pages for that old domain, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has been banned from Google. Google might have just simply removed them from their index because the domain was no longer active. And now step number three is to run the domain you're interested in through the AdSense Band Checker tool. As I said before, I'll link to all of the resources in the show notes page for this episode. You run your domain name through the AdSense Band Checker tool to confirm that it has not been banned from the Google AdSense platform in case monetizing it with Google AdSense ads is important to you. You can also use this tool to confirm that your domain has not been banned from the Google index. And just to be 100% certain that the AdSense Band Checker tool is working properly, enter the domain name of another website that you know that is displaying Google AdSense ads and can be found in Google's index. And now step number four is to use the Moz Link Explorer tool to check your domain backlink profile 
to see if it has a negative spam score or not. You can get a free Moz account to do it. The spam score is Moz's metric to measure how likely it is for a domain to get a Google penalty due to the wrong kind of links being built to it. These last two checks, not being banned from the Google index and not having a negative spam score, are crucial. If your preferred domain doesn't pass them, you'd be better off ditching it. Let's move on to mistake number two, which is not minding about copyright infringements. When you're picking out a domain name, you need to make sure you don't get something copyrighted like a product name, a brand name, or a trademark, or anything that resembles it, at least not in the niche that you want to enter. To do that, you can start by doing a simple Google search for the words you want to use in your domain name. But to be absolutely sure, you'll have to confirm whether the name you're planning to use is already registered, there are online databases that can help you with that, or contact someone specialized in that sort of thing to assist you. If you happen to register something that's trademarked or that infringes some copyrights, you might end up receiving a cease and desist letter from some lawyer representing the company or person who holds the rights to the name you're using in your domain name, and you'll be forced to drop that domain name and get a new one. If you're building a brand, that would mean starting all over again. So I remember this one time when I found a great keyword and decided to use it as my domain name. Yeah, nowadays, exact match domains, those that include keywords in them, don't carry so much SEO value like they did in the past, but including them may still help out a little bit, especially if you build a strong website around it. But anyway, I decided to go for it and register a domain name which included the brand name YouTube in it. It had had a previous owner too. Only then did I realize there must have been a good reason for the previous owner to drop it, and that reason must have been copyright infringement. You know that Google owns YouTube, right? And Google would probably not be too happy about some other website using the brand name YouTube in its domain name. And so I decided to ditch it before even building a website for that domain. So let's talk about mistake number three, which is using clever or cutesy names, including cool trending words in your domain name just because they might look cool is a mistake. They might look cool right now, but it doesn't mean they will still look cool later in the future. Also, using cutesy and clever names like those with double letters and different spelling variations or slang will only work against you. The thing is, if people need to figure out how to correctly spell your domain name, chances are you'll lose another visitor. They'll either land on a different website or just give up trying to find yours. The rule is, always prefer easy-to-type, clear and simple names, preferably a name with only one possible spelling that is easy to memorize. At the same time, not checking the words that compose your domain name in all lowercase letters might cause some embarrassment, so you need to be careful with it. Mistake number four is using numbers or hyphens. Numbers or hyphens, another word for dashes, in your domain name are not a good idea. The only exception I can think of is if your business has one of those tall free numbers and you'd like to include them in your domain name to make it easier for your customers to know it. But generally, using numbers and dashes are harder to remember and are easily misunderstood by those who are referred to your website in a conversation, for example. 
People won't be sure whether to type the numeric or the spelled out form of a number. They'll probably forget or misplace the dashes too. Dashes and numbers lower your domain name quality and won't help you build your brand and authority either. They're ugly and they look scammy and that's not the right way to make your domain name memorable and reputable, which is one of the rules to have a great domain name. Mistake number five is not being careful about plurals and short prefixes. You should be mindful about using plurals and prefixes in your domain name. It generally leads to visitors mistyping them and getting somewhere else. That's why I don't like them and I don't recommend them. Concerning using short prefixes like my or the in your domain name, you should really think twice before using them. Unless you promote and advertise your website as mywebsite.com or thenichesite.com, people will probably also forget to type those prefixes when trying to visit your website. Remember that movie titled The Social Network about Facebook where Napster suggested Mark Zuckerberg to lose the D in the domain name thefacebook.com? It's the same thing. So let's move on to mistake number six, the final mistake I want to talk about today, which is not getting your domain name while you still can. If you've just found your perfect domain name available, don't wait any longer. Buy it before it's too late. There might be someone else interested in it, and leaving it for tomorrow might be a costly mistake. Trust me, I've been there too. Domain names sell impressively quickly, so you'd better hurry up. So, my friends, that's it for episode 23 of the Online Business FM podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our show on whichever podcasting service or app you're using. And while you're at it, subscribe to our mailing list too. Just head over to onlinebusiness.fm and you'll find the sign-up form there. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of the OBFM show. From sunny Lisbon, Portugal to the world, this is Luís Miguel Correia and I'm signing off. Thank you for supporting the Online Business FM podcast. For more episodes and other great stuff, check out the show's homepage at onlinebusiness.fm. Online Business FM, let's find out together how we can make it online.